I don't know necessarily what it feels like to have your calling come for you. I, like, I, I feel like I, I didn't initially want to be in radio. I fell in love with it, so I, I wouldn't call it my calling, but I love doing it. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to kick McCall out of here, but I, I, we might have found her calling. I got to oh. be honest. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. Look, look, let me just read the sentence to you. You tell me if I'm wrong or not. Okay. At least in the ballpark. Okay. At New York University, NYU, they have a class on Taylor Swift. Of course they do. She lives there. And there's plenty of people that live in New York who have classes about them. Well, are they Taylor Swift level? Uh, Yeah. Well, LA, New York. There's celebrities that live other places that I'm not mentioning right now in several other cities. Look, the class so the class uh, is to deconstruct both the appeal and aversions to Taylor Swift through course readings of her music and public discourse as it relates to her own growth as an artist and a celebrity. I love that. Basically, what I heard is we're going to talk about people like her, why people don't like her by reading through her music, probably listening to some, and then just talking about Taylor Swift. And all I see is McCall just leading class. No. I mean, maybe just like a small little class, and McCall like leads them somewhere. Like they go out and out in the quad, and then some days they go completely somewhere different. And she brings her record player, and she spins Taylor Swift. She goes, "What do you think she means about that?" They just have long discussions. The class goes way past time. Oh yeah, always. I'm just saying, I don't know what it feels like to have your calling come calling. Mm-hmm. Kind of feels like this might be yours. I mean, I'm intrigued by it. But I also feel like I don't know enough when it comes to the scientific reason behind things. That's the funny thing. I think you could fake it because technically, since you're talking about why people like her and why don't, I don't know there's necessarily a right answer. Because when you say, why do you like something? There's not a right answer for that. No, I mean, but there's like science that could lean into it. Why don't you like her? Well, because of whatever. Does it have to do with trauma? Maybe. Who knows? You know? And that could be the case. Yeah. And maybe just ultimately, it's a class where there's no right answer. It's just about participation. You just got to raise your hand and talk. That's fair. That's all it's about. Yeah. You, you're the professor. You get to set the rules, McCall. Ooh. You decide how you grade. You decide what the, the stipulations are. Are there tests? Also, it is worth no, it is worth noting they have invited her to come speak. No word if she's going to come do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying. I, That'd be cool. Like a calling came calling. I feel, like, I feel like she would be interested in doing that. So why would you not? I know she Be totally show to up. What she shows up at weddings are. all the time. Yeah, why not? yeah. So of course, Pakistani Phil, that jerk, saw a shadow. <laughs> so we're supposed to have six more weeks of winter. And yeah, I'm look. McCall and I make a joke about this every year about how kind of pathetic it feels that in this day and age we still trust that guy. Mm-hmm. It gets a whole lot worse than that. Actually, oh. you start delving into the numbers. Puxatani Phil carries some weight, like significant weight over some other stuff that's really stupid that he's trusted more than. Huh. Six more weeks of winter is what we're in store for because that stupid groundhog Puxatani Phil saw a shadow. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX, and this is just such a fun tradition that we do every year that I don't even remember what day it is anymore, and the internet tells me usually the day after. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Whatever fun traditions you can go with it, laugh, ha, ha, ha. of Americans in a survey said that they trust Puxatani Phil. They believe it. He saw a shadow like, yep, six weeks of winter. That is nuts. Mm -hmm. When you look at statistics like, did you know that 30% of Americans cannot find the Pacific Ocean on a map? No. They cannot find it on a map. It is the biggest ocean. They cannot find it on a map. That's nuts. That is nuts. I'll give you a hint. It's water. More people... More people trust Puxatani Phil than can find the Pacific Ocean on a map. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is insane. Um, I I don't know if you saw this or not. There was a Groundhog Day festival that had to be canceled mm-hmm. on Monday because their groundhog died. Oh no! Why do we need more than one? Like, like are they so? The, so are they gonna be like rival, rival ones? Like, oh, Pakistani saw a shadow, but this one did. Oh, Groundhog Civil War. This is this is Milltown, I guess in New Jersey. So Milltown's got to do their own thing, okay, you know. Pres- Milltown Mel is his name, <laughs> except you know he died. So I I hate to break it to you because everybody's like Punxsutawney Phil is like super old. No, Groundhogs only live to be three years old. That's not very long. No. So anyway, they were like, he was three, you know, he had a good life. 
So, sorry, we got to cancel it. I'm, it's like you got more groundhogs. I'm still stuck on the fact that there's more than one ground. Like that, that, that can't, like this just to me feels borderline religious. Like if someone, if there's a groundhog that has the ability to predict the weather, that should be the only one. It feels like there's another one's come up in this city's like this. And all of a sudden, Pakistani feels like, nope, wipe that city off the map. They are, her- there's heretics in there. There's only one and only one groundhog that predicts the weather around here, and it's only me. It is me, me, and I will fight anybody else who's do- who doesn't. Yeah. I, how, why? Why do you have more than one groundhog? I had no idea that there was more than one city that did this. That is so stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing is stupid. Let's be clear. Like, let's find the let's focus on the Pacific Ocean. By the way, uh, out of America, one third of Americans trust other people. More people trust the groundhog than they will trust another person. It's fair. I mean. Pakistani Phil probably not going to try and lie to you or whatever. He's just going to do his stupid little thing that he's doing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, still, it's just nuts when you think, like, three-fifths of people were like, that groundhog's pretty reliable. And then one of every three people's like, no, 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 all of you in this room suck. No, no, don't need to get figured out. You just all suck. Yeah. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, part of the reason why is because I'm pretty sure Pakistani Phil is not uh, finding himself on YouTube typing out mean internet comments. That would go a long way into keeping his trust intact. Oh, definitely. And we should be concerned because according to a different survey, uh, a lot of the people on the internet might just be doing that exact thing. Yeah. We need to have an honest conversation about the internet because two statistics have come out that, uh, well, I think both are lying. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. The first one has been that we have never disagreed, right? That the internet as a whole is kind of the toilet of society. Amen. There's good things, but there's a whole lot of bad. And one of the bad is internet trolls. Amen. People who just go on there to make you mad for the sake of making you mad because LOL, ha ha. Right. Well, here's the problem. In a recent survey, a thousand Americans were uh, asked the question, one in six claim to be an internet troll. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess satirically, I like those ones. Right? It does not specify, so it's very important. That could be why the number is so big. So there are obviously two follow-up questions. One, how does the state of Utah rank? Two, if you were to say there were 24 people in the building, because I think we have roughly 23 to 28 people that work in this building, that means four, by definition, are internet trolls. That's me, you, Producer Butters, and Al over here. (laughs) Those, very quickly, we're the internet I know exactly who they are. Yeah. I, I, I got to be honest, I did not have the same list as you did for internet trolls. But so percentage-wise, state by state, how does Utah stack up? According to the this survey, 14% of Utahns admit to sending trolling messages online. That yeah. is more than Idaho, Wyoming, not Colorado. Colorado actually made the top five. New Mexico, and we did not beat Nevada or Arizona. Now, here's here's the question. Are these trolling messages being identified by the troll or by the receiver of troll because according if, to the survey it says admitted they they were trolls so the trolls themselves follow-up question are the trolls themselves in an mlm Ooh, no, i don't know did not clarify because it if that's, the, what, if that's what they're yeah if that's what they're they're specifying or whatever yeah makes sense <laughs> see I think the interesting question is who do you because who knows because in the in the day and age where it's so easy to have burner accounts right who's to say they're not someone lurking around in the building right now just trolling everyone with a burner account they have on Twitter Facebook whatever it is because I know I know for sure not to troll as far as I know but I know there's someone in the building who has a fake Facebook profile just for privacy sake right I would not classify said person as troll but that burner account right there prime example yep. So, how many trolls do you think are, how many internet trolls do you think are in the building? You picked your top four. How many are in the building? One for sure, but they wouldn't classify themselves as a troll. Yeah, that's probably, that's my issue with this too, because I feel if yeah. you're, a little bit if you're a troll, you probably also don't think you're an internet troll. Right. Like, no, because if, just... if you consider yourself a troll, I feel like you're more satirical. Satirical. I think it's that's more fair. like posts that I share that are like, you know. That's a good point. So really, the number could be completely unknown. It could. There could be way more trolls out I'm gonna there. Say, I'm going to say there are. Oh, boy. If you're posting on the internet, you're a troll. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> We're just going to go that far. You either never have the internet or you live long enough to see yourself become the troll. That's right.
We got Miles on the phone who actually said he has some insight into that number to maybe shed some light on the number of trolls that we started the debate today with. So, Miles, what do you got? So, in the medical profession, if someone says how much alcohol they drink or how many cigarettes they smoke, uh-huh. that they've actually taught providers to double that number. Oh. So, when it comes to, like, internet trolls, if you're only getting 14%, then it's actually probably more close to double that number because I'm- it's like... some. Someone might say they drink one drink a day that provides automatically, oh, no, that's two drinks a day. That's I, just what they do. I believe that. I still just like the line, you either never have the internet or you live long enough to see yourself become a troll. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you got the internet at some time, you were a troll. Not one in six. Six in six Americans. Amen. Are trolls. Correct. Oh, boy. Well, then that, that would mean that then there would have to be level of trolls. Like McCall said, like there's satirical and then there's like super mean. Yeah. And then somewhere in the middle, there's just flat out idiots. Correct. And that would be probably the realm that a lot of Florida falls in. It does. Remember, we decided the whole United States of America is just a bunch of trolls. So it's just on you to indicate which camp you fall in. The one who just likes a little bit of a little bit of hilarious chaos or the one that actually is just trying to destroy the planet. Yeah. Florida it gravitates more towards the latter. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. Two dumb headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Two teens stole a truck, found a phone in it, and started snapping selfies. All right, there's your defense mechanism. Yep. Just get your old phone, make sure it's charged, because you don't obviously need cell service on it to mm-hmm. take pictures, and then just kind of scatter them around in your most important things. They're so dumb. Your car, your living room, yep. wherever you go, your purse, put one in there. Yep. What <laughs> to get. The best part about it is that, you know, it's connected to the cloud. So it was it was immediately found oh out who God. they were. So anyway, story one. Then we got story number two. Someone with a doormat that said, come back with a warrant was caught with drugs. After the cop showed up with a warrant to search the place. Man, that backfired on him, didn't it? I know. They're Can't like, come in here okay. without a warrant. Got it. Dang it. There you go. Two, <laughs> two crazy stories. Give me 10 minutes to dispose of these uh, cooking ingredients. Cooking sugar. <laughs> no. You know, if you had just caught me yesterday with a story about these burglars breaking in, then taking a bunch of selfies, I would have lit into them. And I still intend to, but I've got a story for you a little bit later today. Gen Z make me want to jump off a bridge occasionally. Oh, nice. Occasionally. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Let us get to the full stories, please. Okay, so we got story number one. Two teenagers. Can I speak? Thank you. Turns. Two turns. Stole a truck. <laughs> turds over here. <laughs> my my brain was like broken. Uh, anyway, two teenagers stole a truck on Sunday, found a phone in it, started snapping selfies. Why? And they got caught because they didn't realize the phone was connected to the owner's Google Photos account. So he found the photos and sent them to the police. So I can't be Idiots. the only one. Yeah, for sure. I can't be the only one who would see the phone and then every movie ever would play through my head and I'd think they were tracking through it and then would immediately just chuck it out the window. Like while I just, nope, they no gonna thanks. track me. No thanks. Then we got story number two, which involves somebody who had a sign, a, a doormat that said, come back with a warrant. Now, it looks like it has been treaded on quite a few times. Maybe maybe six. <laughs> no one apparently had came back with a warrant. No, nobody. Yeah, yeah. So it just so happened that when these guys showed up, they had with them, in fact, that's right, a warrant. So they, you know, came back with a warrant, opened the door. She got arrested because she had things that were not supposed to be in her possession. Drugs. That excuse is it was just drugs. That excuse just worked so many times. What were the odds that eventually someone actually came back with a warrant? Yeah. What are the odds actually someone came with a warrant before this? She said come back with a warrant and then they finally got it worked so this time they could come back with a warrant. I don't know. The sass finally went full circle. She got but Let me get rid of this baking powder. 10 seconds. Yeah. I just gone and Sorry. I'm just busy in the kitchen. I'm sorry. I just, you know, got too close to the sugar and just does anybody else want to do like 100 jumping jacks right now? Um, I think, okay, see, I would have probably said story number one, but again, I got a dumb story to share mm-hmm. that's similar to that, so I'm going to go with number two? It is. Correct. Congratulations. Man, wrong on that one. Way to go. I, 
<laughs> number one I'm was not in, proud of that. <laughs> number one was in Georgia, so. Okay, so close. It's close. Borderline regardless. Yeah. AJ McCall uh, with Florida Not Odd VFX. You know, it's a good thing that those uh, selfies busted those burglars. Or there was really only one other option on the table. They could have run into a toddler with an Apple Watch. Oh, no. Why would you not double check to make sure it can't make a call? Mm. Sacrifice from the weekend on VFX. Never miss Utah's hottest music. Get our mobile app totally free. Utah's VFX in the App Store. Thank goodness there was just a helpless cell phone there to thwart the Florida Not Criminals that we just heard about. AJ McCall at VFX. If only there was one other option, and that's a toddler with an Apple Watch. That's right. Now, we get into this a little bit, and neither of us is parents, obviously, but it just seems like, I don't want to say common sense, because that's probably a little bit too mean, but there would be a prevailing thought in the back of your head when it comes to giving a kid a credit card, access to that, or a kid access to the, the computer that has all the information auto-saved, you might double-check a couple things. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple in Michigan has gotten a little flack and gone on the internet uh, in for infamy because they gave their three-year-old an old Apple Watch. And the reason why oh, no. is because he loved Mickey Mouse and they wanted to give him the ability to be able to watch Mickey Mouse. Now, granted, it was an old model and quote from the mom, I didn't think it'd make phone calls. And then apparently the first thing the kid did, like put a watch on, ran off, you know how they are, like a missile. And the next thing you know, 911 showed up. Of course it did. <laughs> Immediately, boop, 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 done. Mom, <laughs> why are the cops here? Dude, that's awful. I agree. <laughs> it's just, of course, right? If I know one thing about parents, it's of course that's the thing that happened. Like the kid runs off nine one one, just immediately. Couldn't couldn't have called China. Like you always, why you always got that threat, right? When you were a kid, well, at least when we were kids growing up, right? You better not call China. Those bills are gonna be. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. I still don't know how to call China. I how don't am I either. accidentally gonna do? Like, there's an area code, a country code. I don't know. No, but nine one one. What's your emergency? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. That's poor nine one one. I know operator. they're so they're so good though. Like those the people who are dispatchers is the, is the word I was looking for. So so good to you know navigate that. Was it just one time? Just one time. Oh good. Kid was on the phone for like seven minutes. Oh my gosh, that is a long time. <laughs> the dispatchers like I'm really trying to solve this problem here. I just I just look, it's the one example where you're be like, uh. Yeah. I got to be honest. I haven't even given myself an Apple Watch yet. I could use one. That's be nice. I mean, you get a new, I guess that's how it is, right? You get one and then you get a new one and then you can hand down the old one. I mean, I guess. An endless chain of Apple Watches. That's right. Next thing you know, you're surrounded in them. Yeah. They all then, dial 911 at the same time. At the end of the, end of the day, you get an advent calendar, <laughs> like with just Christmas, you know? like. Just. Speaking of which, can we say talk about the fact that the Apple Watch, the newest commercial is one of the most intense commercials that's ever existed. Have you seen it the dude no. in the dude in the forest? No. So, Apple Watch has this new feature where it tracks your heartbeat. Oh yeah. And if it drops below whatever it'll alert the authorities. So the the whole commercial, this is the most intense commercial I've ever been a part of. It's just it's just be be shot uh of forest uh-huh. and then you just hear the automatic voice like the wearer of this watch has fallen unconscious and its coordinates are da 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 da. da. This message will be repeated in 30 seconds. And the wearer of this watch, and someone That's tweeted insane. last night, you either get an Apple Watch or you die in the forest. Those are the only two options. It's a great branding message. It is intense. Way to go, Apple. Intense. Fancy. So that toddler just ahead of the curve, to be honest. I guess I better go get one. You'll die in the forest if not otherwise. I know. I, I find myself in the forest often. <laughs> That's that's a good call. Um, a, a lot this week and last week we've been talking about language. Um, the way people say things, I found out I speak the Queen's English, according to Bruce Butter, Queen's English, whatever that is. <laughs> there was a list put out of phrases that make you sound unprofessional. And all I could think was, well, less use of the F word would probably go a long way. Yeah. But but I read the list and I thought, okay, this is nitpicking beyond nitpicking. Because I thought there was going to be stupid phrases like, we could produce Butter's crap because he's, you know, he's him and he says things like, I seen it. Mm-hmm. I was figuring, all right, stuff like that, not as bad, but stuff that was common vernacular. No, it's not even that. Like, this is the most minute of things. I think it's ridiculous. We'll see what you think in about uh, seven minutes on VFX.
When you see the headline, nine phrases that make you sound unprofessional, you expect it to be, uh, maybe not obvious, but I expect it to be some of the ones where it's like, okay, here's, you know, I say, uh, happier to clam or whatever. It's not being used anymore. It's dated. Something like that. AJ and McCall at VFX. No, 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 no. Got nitpicky. And this isn't even the fun where it's when it's like, here's how you curse in professional emails while not actually cursing, you know, per my last email, which we all know what that actually means. No, it was phrases like, does that make sense? That's unprofessional. You're not allowed to, to ask that. I don't know why that's unprofessional. It says, ask, what are your thoughts? I'd like your input on this. Is it really that different? Yes. Because does that make sense is more of a dumbing down. When you say, does that make sense? You do it so that you don't act like a know-it-all. And so it looks insecure rather than saying, I'd like your thoughts on that. It's 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 a verbiage thing. That's just this to me has gone just a step too far. There's another that says, uh, "Sorry to bother you." Instead, say, "Excuse me." Correct. A- again, there's no difference there. Yes, there is. It's the insecurity thing. That's exactly what it comes across as because people see it, and when you say it like that, it's like, "Oh, they're not confident enough to say to think that their stuff is important enough to talk about." See, to me, how do you make the argument like that's projecting? That's the definition of projecting. Saying it, saying, saying, sorry to bother you means that they're insecure about it as opposed to just legitimately like, hey, sorry, I just real quick. That's projecting. That's what these are. That's ridiculous to me. No, because like it's when you say when you say sorry, it's as an apology of, you know, some kind of feeling as if you're not good enough for things to, to, you know, when you say sorry to interrupt it's like your stuff is important too. It's a confidence behind it. Yeah, but I don't like that. That to me is a weird projection on the word sorry because sorry to interrupt, I guess, could be construed as my stuff's not as important or as I intend it. Hey, you're in the middle of something. I got to jump in here real fast. My apologies. Like it's being polite. That's how it comes. Like this, th- th- a lot of these to me are like, nah, 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 nah. This, this me, like that's projecting. Does that make sense projecting insecurity? No, it's a legitimate question because it could just be sometimes I ramble. It's kind of I'm just like I'm word vomiting right now to make sure I get this idea out. Does that is that clear? Because if not, because people communicate different. Bruce Butters and I are a prime example. We yeah. do not communicate the same at all. No. And so we ask each other time, does this make sense? Like what I'm saying makes sense to you because I know that you and I don't communicate on the same wavelength. So, yeah, I mean, I understand where this list is coming from. It makes sense because that's that's exactly what it, it comes across as. If you say, does that make sense? It's it's just like questioning. I don't know. There's a whole sta- there's a whole long list of confidence verbiage that I've been reading into that make you you be more confident, sound more confident in the things that you do. So it makes sense. So give me an example then. What's maybe one of the ones that stuck out? Stuck out. Stuck out. Pfft, don't say that. No, please don't. Stuck out to you as one you're like, okay, this is the change. I this is number one that I'm going to work on. Uh, does that make sense? As one, or because whenever it's does that make sense? I I say it as a means of justification of rather than having people look at me as if I'm I'm trying to be intimidating in situations. And so it's it's being said in this form of I think. I think women in the workforce deal with this a lot more because of the way that they have to email because you have to put things like that in there so that you don't come across as intimidating or as a B or anything along those lines. And so you say things like, does that make sense? So that it dumbs it down a little bit so you don't come across abrasive. So does that make sense is one. Sorry to interrupt is another one because I've this is something I've been working on in therapy for the last like year. So... Just asserting myself and being more confident in things like that goes a longer way. Interesting. It's interesting. I mean, you know, maybe there's a difference in uh, in gender here. Maybe that's the case, and to which case I will not speak on because I'm ignorant of it. That's interesting. Something I definitely feel like I'm not ignorant on, at least in terms of being confused about, and rightfully so, is park narks. We've got another round that's coming to a conclusion today. Have you voted for the one that is going to annoy you, that does annoy you the most? 
Now, I don't know a ton about cars, so fill in this blank for me. Is there a benefit to parking on snow? I realize I didn't ask that question when we started bashing on these trucks at the beginning of the week. No. AJ McCall at VFX. Like, I didn't know if it's good for like the skin's exfo- or the truck's exfoliation or something. <laughs> no. Just making sure. Just, uh, you know, it's just there. It's just snow. Nominee number one, where we're going, we don't need parking spots. This truck on a sidewalk and on snow. And I was just curious because the whole premise starting this was like, why is it that those trucks seem to seek out those snow parking spots? They're just exciting. I mean, if you want to really make glorious, you got to have a, like a flag to plant on the top of the hill there. And then I, then I would have even less of a problem. Like, yeah, he claimed that snow hill. It's going to melt. So, like, we're not actually giving up any territory or whatever. But, yeah, okay, cool. Nominee number two, truck, truck, goose. I've got nothing. Like, we, I try to, try to, especially Friday after we get all our bash in, ultimately got to make the decision, right? Which one do I think is the most annoying? Be one thing, I think, if this truck was parked this way and it was, like, close to an unloading area, mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, maybe I could get a little bit because maybe the way they parked just made it a little bit quicker to get into the shed or whatever. But this is, like, nowhere near anything. No. It's, truck, it's just there. Yeah, it's parked vertical, taking up three spots, potentially also up on the curb. There's no sidewalk here. It's just a little grassy area. So the question is, I guess, based on inconvenience, McCall told us that, uh, what, number two? Is that what you said? Is inconvenient because the one number one's parked on the sidewalk, but yeah. there's like it, it's a very small sidewalk. Yeah, like the the sidewalk ends at the end of the truck, and it's just kind of like I guess whatever. Yeah, I think number two is more inconvenient based solely on the fact that they're actually parked in parking spots. So then the question—that's true. The question would be to finalize: Is number two would be your vote? Yeah. So number two gets McCall's vote. Our votes don't count, but they do yes. not. Prop probably. I mean, it's hard to resist it. it. I wish I knew for sure if number two was on the curb. Probably two, but our votes don't count. Yours do. We'll find out this morning who is the worst parker in Cash Valley this week, determined solely on your votes. Thank you, because we continue to get to vent in a healthy way while doing something good, cleaning up parking in the valley. Of course, you see bad parking, safely take a picture, Utah's VFX, and send it to our social media. Of course, poll today. Get your last-minute votes in. Now, as awkward as it would be to go out somewhere and have someone park really incorrectly and then they run up and say, hey, hey, you got to deal with that. Mm -hmm. What happens if before that, when you're trying to set that whole thing up, you go to invite the person you want to go out to get dinner, go to a concert, whatever it is, movie, et cetera, and you text the wrong person? Oh, no. Hey, do you want to go see a movie? Oh, crap. Sorry. I meant that for Brian. My bad. My bad. AJ McCall at VFX. It's an awkward situation, right? You tensed up a little bit here in that. I did. So here's the message we got. It says, hey, AJ McCall, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this follows for Am I a Jerk Court, but uh, some advice would be great. So I was texting a friend of mine to see if he wanted to go see a play, and I accidentally texted a coworker. They both names begin with R. Oh, I don't want to no. say the coworker's name. Right. Uh, before the coworker could respond, though, I immediately texted and said, sorry, I meant to send that to my friend Ryan. Coworker was luckily very understandable, laughed and said, no big deal. She wasn't available that night anyway. When I got home, I talked to my husband about it. He said, you're lucky you texted back so fast because that was this close to you being a jerk and you having to just be stuck with that. Is it that is that the case? If you actually invite, is there a time in which there's a window that you can shut it down? Help. Just do all your communicating via like a social media network. So then you can unsend a message. You can't do it fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest. Uh, yes, I think if you text quick enough, there is that window. The question is, I guess on top of that twofold, mm-hmm. also how is the person you accidentally text going to take it? Right. And then- They're going to be really sad. Two, do you have the chutzpah to go through with sending the text and be like, um, sorry, like no. you're in my phone and n- no, just no. If somebody were to send me a message and be like, no, sorry, just kidding. I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> Hopefully, Talk to you never. I, th- here's the thing though. Like, so if you've ever had this happen, cause I don't think I've ever accidentally invited some- somebody to something, but I feel like if I do, the instinct inside me tells you, you say, oh, sorry, that was for someone else, but hey, we should get lunch or go get coffee sometimes you got to quickly replace it with something else yes so it's not like hey i don't actually ever want to be around you yes exactly
That's by, exactly it. By all accounts, that was not done in this one. That's the only thing I got to offer the substitute. Be like, look at the birdie over here while I slowly slink away in embarrassment. Thank you. It's like when you have kids who are attached to something, your phone or I don't know, <laughs> something else. You got to provide another alternative. Here, here's a snack. <laughs> See you later. So that way, of course, you're not this huge jerk. Correct. That just said, yeah, by the, no, I don't want to hang out with you. No. I just don't. Because oh, that's how no, it comes sorry. across. Yep. <laughs> a good start there uh, for our friend, uh, friend for Cash Valley Secrets. Happens every Friday. Confession time. Yay. Who's got something they want to get off their chest? And I got to tell you, I don't know if this is because we they're normally not great. There's some really sweet ones this week. Aw. So I don't if you, maybe it's because of Valentine's Day coming up. You know, it is February 4th. It's true. Maybe, just maybe, normally we talk about clearing out your conscience ahead of the weekend so you don't have to carry that guilt. Maybe, just maybe, ahead of Valentine's Day, the Confessions decided to take a turn for the positive, trying oh. to spread some good karma, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. <laughs> I pulled my daughter's stroller out of the car the other day at the doctor's office, forgetting I put a dirty diaper in there. <gasps> this thing has been, it. it's bad. The Dude. sun heating it up oh. and the cold and all that. It, it smelled like a dead animal. Dead animal Aminal. that had been with another dead animal. And I was stuck because I needed the stroller to contain my little beast. So the waiting room was packed. And all I'm going to say is someone needs to create a visibility cloak for embarrassment. Dude, I would agree. You poor lady. That's <laughs> awful. Ugh. Um, parents getting a lot of love in this one. When I brush my four-year-old's teeth, I never do a good job. They're just going to all fall out and get replaced with adult teeth anyway. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. Uh, I think it's... <laughs> yes, but I think it's about instilling good oral hygiene habits. Yeah. Right? Teaching them to do... Whatever. Uh, when my kids were potty trained, I told them both that their dad was a champion butt wiper, that he'd won medal at big comp- won medals at big yes. competitions, so whenever they went to the bathroom, they called for him. I love that. Way to go, Mom. <laughs> yeah, Mom. <laughs> Clever. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Uh, if there's one thing I've learned, lovingly, sometimes maybe a little bit of spite, but lovingly, between parents, there's a little bit of a competition, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to have their, their name be the first word and all that. This That's good. That is that good. That is very clever. Um, my wife loves this old kitchen knife that her late dad used to use all the time. So uh, I sharpen it often. She doesn't know and thinks that it's a miracle that it stays so sharp. She believes it's her dad's way of stay, saying he's with her, and I don't have the heart to tell her the truth. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I don't think you have to tell her the truth. No, I don't either. What, what is, it, like, is that really a bad thing? Let her have it. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, that one, I think that one, you make, you make it sound like it's a bad thing. No, just stick it. It's, it's a nice gesture. Yeah. Let her have it. Yeah. That's sweet. That is sweet. This one, though. Uh-oh. My neighbor's a middle-aged widow. She's on a fixed income and doesn't have enough money for Wi-Fi, and is too proud to use mine. So I renamed mine Free Neighborhood Wi-Fi and told her I had oh. read about it and what the password was. It's not done. My neighbor is now halfway through getting her online degree, and I'm so proud of That's her. That's incredible. That is amazing. That's in chills. Full over chills. So proud. Wow. You know, we got some we got some cool people in uh, the yeah, normally, AJ McCall yeah, fam. Yeah, normally, we get... Uh, some of the the not as nice ones. Yeah. Nice, nice change of pace. Valentine's nice. week. It's very sweet. You know, props to all of you to anonymously yeah. confess to that. These are incredible. Cash Valley Secrets with AJ McCall on VFX. Not done talking about secrets, but earlier in Florida and not, right, we had the uh the kids that robbed the car, they stole the car, and then they took selfies, and that's how they got busted. I heard the lamest, the lamest excuse to stay in contact with with an ex yesterday. Ooh. Call me nuts. Okay. But Gen Z makes me want to jump off a bridge sometimes. Oh, that's a little overboard. Yeah, wait, wait until you hear the answer. Don't judge just yet. Oh, okay. Starting the debate at eight, that's in like 10 minutes on VFX. Gen Z makes me want to jump off a bridge occasionally. Um, occasionally. Okay. AJ and McCall for the Goals Gym debate at eight on VFX. So here, here's, here's the question. Okay. What is the stipulation or what is the rules in place for you to text your ex or message your ex, social media, right? To contact them whatsoever. Do you have it? Is it a flat out no or is there just something? No. Just no. For, so, for me, it's just no. No. 
Calls flat out no, 435-787-0945. Because, okay, so in an ideal world, everyone would get along with everyone. For sure, There's a problem with that, though. Some people, a lot of people are just absolute tools. Correct. It makes it very difficult to do that. And the other thing is people have agendas. So I have a friend who got out of a relationship recently-ish. Mm-hmm who I found out was still in contact with her ex while said ex was being a tool. To which cool. my reaction was, I don't know, don't message them? Yeah. And they gave the most ridiculous reason for why they're keeping the streak alive. First, though, we got a phone call here. We're going to go with uh, Bree. Bree, what, what for you? What, what do you contact your ex with? What's the rules? Honestly, it's been so long. I mean, I text him once in a while if I find something funny that reminds me of him or something. Um, there isn't any hard feelings or anything, which is good. So I guess we're kind of friendly and whatever. But, yeah, I guess I guess I don't have any problems texting him. And we're both married now, so it's not like we're ever going to get back together. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get I, that. I would send a meme to most people. So. Right. Right. All right. I can get down with the meme. Okay. So you said I was nuts, right, for okay. saying I wanted to jump off a bridge. Right, right, right. So I here's this again. X is being a tool, saying stupid things, right. all that. And I said, stop texting. I have a thousand-day snap streak, and I'm not just going to let that go. Tell me I'm crazy for saying, all right, I want to jump off a bridge. I want to jump off a bridge. That's a long time, though. Don't, don't do that. No. See, I, I don't. I've never had like a. I've had like a five day streak on Snapchat. And <laughs> one day, McCall. It. One. Day. Dude, I have no desire. Snapchat's so dumb. Like, I communicate on there <laughs> not very often, but streaks in things different. So I'm on. Let me, let me look. Let's, let's give a rough estimate. I mean, a thousand days. Thought you're right there with me. Is like lock and step. Is like three years. It is almost three years, yes. That's a long time. I, so if I if I go on to Time Hop, right? I know, I'm I, old. I check Time Hop every stinking day. Streaks. So if I go on to Time Hop and I look and see how many days I have been, 1,700 days is what I'm at. And if That's almost two more years. If I lose that, I don't know what I'll do. I'll just be like, I will never check Time Hop again, ever. Just out of spite. I get so Okay. So so just let me let me let me rebrand the question here because I okay. got your streaks. Let me rebrand the question. Okay. Streaks are important. Okay, got yeah, it. Right. Seven hundred days, a lot of days. It a lot is. of days. But if that streak is with an ex who's being a tool, right. would you continue the streak? Uh, no. Thank you. We got Alex on the phone. Alex, uh, contacting your ex. What what what's the rules stipulations? You know, if I see them happy with someone else, as a male, as a dude, for some reason I fall back into feelings with my ex when I see what she's doing well and happy. Does she always answer me when I call or text? No, but at least I give her a reminder that I still exist by sending it. Okay, I'm going to let you have this one, but just real quick, I just want to very quickly clar- clarify, this dude does not speak for all dudes, okay? Just okay. want to be clear, like, that's not all dudes. That's fair. You got anything to add to that one? Um. <laughs> like, oh, she's doing good. Time to tramps back into her life. She sees that. She recognizes that. Oh, my God. It sounds very dumb. I must be honest. Yes! Like. Uh, Alex, come on, man. You're better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't me wrong. I have done the, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to text you that. But, like, nothing sleazy. Like, just like a, a stupid way to get your way into the conversation. And it either works or it doesn't. But, I mean, to be like, oh, she's doing well, so I'm in. It's going to turn into a train wreck. And trust me, I've been there. Right. And then you're like, let's do it again. We're I get having a short-term it. memory. But that sounds more mischievous, Alex. Yeah. Wow. That's more ulterior motives, Alex. Okay, so let's consider that a secret from Alex. Like, he now has released that Cash Valley secret. What's going on today? We appreciate it. Uh, and maybe just maybe revealing the fact that someone is staying in contact with their ex over a snap streak might have outed that friend a little bit. But I swear I'm doing it with the best intentions. I needed everyone else to say that was so crazy, so they stop. Okay. Okay, so I dimed out my friend. Right. Texting her ex. Right. 
snapping, I guess, correctly to keep up that thousand day streak, even though homeboy's being a tool. Right. AJ McCall for the Gold's Gym debate today. And so, yeah, out it a little bit, out a little bit. Would that be a secret? I, you know, I think some people could make the argument a little bit of a secret, but it's not like a secret secret, right? We can agree on that. It's like a, hey, don't tell people, like, I, I really don't like dogs. Like, that's right. like a not a secret secret. Right. So the question is, my ultimate goal is to just maybe, maybe through means of a little bit of shame, mostly to get more opinion, to be like, look, this is not worth it. That was the whole goal. Didn't write it, didn't tell her name, right? So I kept it somewhat secret, secret. Like, that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. It's fine. Y- yeah. You sound skeptical. A little bit. I'm a little skeptical. Because I don't know that you could technically justify that. I, I mean, like, if you got like it to be able to I feel, feel good did. about yourself, maybe, but. It's the end goal that matters. Look, look. Mm-hmm. How, okay, how about this instead? So. I decided to take this action because she's constantly complaining about the stuff that the ex is sending her. And my response is, don't talk to him. Yeah. And then your response is, thousand day snap streak. Uh, now, I, come on, that reframes it, right? I should have said that first. I'm justified here in revealing this minute little detail for the long run. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know what? Whatever you got to tell yourself. We'll go to the phone. Okay, fine. Fine. (laughs) Kaylin is on the phone. Kaylin, when can you reveal a secret? You know, if the secret is putting themselves or someone else in danger, then that's when you say, okay, sorry, no, this can't be a secret anymore. Yeah, I count that as as a win for me. This was in danger of making terrible decisions. Oh, my gosh. That counts. You don't get to make her decisions for her. That's not her decision. I'm not telling her to delete. I can't go in there and forcibly delete the app. Well, I know, but that's that's what you're, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you're saying. I'm collectively going to trusted people, the AJ McCall fam, and asking them if it's a good idea. So then later, obviously, it, uh, whether she listens to the show or not, I don't think so. They'd be like, hey, so by the way, everybody on the show thinks it's super stupid. You should stop doing that. Yeah, because that's going to go over well. Yeah, I probably shouldn't phrase that. I'm workshopping it still a little bit. Yeah. Hey, I'm so very- I, I talked to all of my sources <laughs> that I can use, a.k.a. the radio, and everyone said that was dumb. You shouldn't do it. I should make a PowerPoint presentation no. to follow this up, right? Here's the percentage of people that said it was dumb, 100%. The only time it... That a PowerPoint presentation is okay is if it's like awkwardly done with word art. <laughs> so that's the only way that I can see justification in this. Get Emily Zugay to get on here and create you a PowerPoint presentation like she did with the Detroit Lines and, uh, you know, everybody else. Sorry, Detroit Lines. <laughs> they should and try it playing football. Uh, Brayden's on the phone. Brayden, okay. okay, back me up, man. When can you reveal a secret? Absolutely, 100% never. It's never okay to spill someone's secret if they told you because that's why it's a secret. Even if you think it might help that person or help somebody else, it's just not your information to give out. I mean, you have to respect their wishes. Okay, so I'm going to guess you were on board until the, the end, right? Like, so there's sometimes... When it's, when it's... Put the caveat in there. If it's a dangerous situation... Yeah. Yes. If there is a dangerous situation that needs, you know, the authorities or or um, something along those lines. Yes. If it's some kind of secret that has been told to you by a friend and that friend says, I'm going to address it, that's their thing. It's not your job to ever step in in that situation. So, yes. Okay. So, you turnabout's fair play. No, turnabout's fair play. You add a caveat. I'm going to add a caveat. You know, along with regular, there's secret secrets, and then there's like, hey, by the way, don't tell anybody, like, I hate pickles. Like, you can tell people that. Right. Or, you know, I'll, I'll get, how about, I'll dime myself out. When I was a little kid, I had an issue. Not even a little kid. When I was a tween, I had an issue and soiled myself all the time. It was a right. acting out thing. I don't know what it was. Whatever. Right. I got it fixed. Went I to promise. a therapist. Yeah. Good stuff. Got to take care of See, got there's it. See, now, there you go. Secrets out. So you tell that one, I'm going to be kind of PO'd. I'm going to be honest. You start, but I, I'll get rid of it first. So the snap streak is not the, like, hey, don't tell anyone, but, like, I'm not doing so well or whatever. No. It's completely different. Interaction was needed. Intervention, excuse me, was needed. Mm. This was a concerned friend seeing an action needing to happen. Mm. (laughs) Going a long way (laughs) for a very small drink of water. I'd be thirsty. It's fair. It's very, very long way for this, (laughs) this drink of water, AJ. Hey, did you hear? What? I think Pitbull 
is filming a new music video. Sorry. You, sorry, you mean Jeffrey Bezos? Jeffrey Bezos! Yeah, because they look like the same person. And the only reason I know this is because you thought, okay, so if Jeffrey's going to go out on his yacht and film a video, there's no way he could be super annoying unless they deconstruct a historical bridge to get it out of his way because he's got to drive his yacht through. Perfect. Jeffrey Bezos! Like, uh, okay, so here's the deal. We we maybe 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 under her breath. Maybe after we got a break, McCall said we're maybe flirting with some small peen energy throughout the show this morning, right? Just a little bit. AJ McCall at VFX. Try this on for size. So Pitbull, sorry, Jeffrey Bezos mm-hmm. has to go get his yacht because he in the Netherlands is having the largest yacht in the world built. Right, right. Got to have the biggest. Why can't wouldn't have he? Second, third, just can't have a good yacht. Right. Got to have the biggest yacht. Right. Nobody else has ever done that before. The problem is nobody else has ever yachted more than him. <laughs> Might as well call him Big Yachty. Big Yachty. Um, the problem is, is that where it's being built, he has to go under a bridge. You know, water and stuff. That's weird. And apparently, the bridge it has to go under is the Koningshaven Bridge in Rotterdam, which was originally built in 1927, decommissioned in 1994. And declared a national monument. It underwent a, na- a big restoration in 2017, and by the picture of it, looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. After which, the city said it stays intact going forward until Jeffrey Bezos needs to drive his world's largest yacht out. They're oh. going to deconstruct a historic bridge so he can and then build it all back together. It's not very shop local of him, <laughs> being honest. <laughs> Yes, the United States are good enough, Bezos. Obviously not. Duh. Why? Have what? you ever owned a yacht, AJ? Have I? You Let me would know check. better. Let me I'm think. Just Wait, hold on. Let me go to unclaimed property. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, seriously. Um, Bezos, really? It, yeah, this doesn't surprise me though. He's just—he's going through some stuff, you he's know. He pool. got divorced. Let him go. He's—it's. This is. This one we're going to let go? This is how you do... Hold on. This is how you do a millionaire midlife crisis. Well, <laughs> you, build sure, you build a yacht that's gigantic, and it's not big enough, so they have to... You, you got to build it big enough that they got to deconstruct a bridge for you, because then it's like, oh, at least I feel something in my life. Like, that's it. That's what that is. Can I have something so immovable like me, right? I'm immovable. I feel nothing. Yep. <laughs> I like... <laughs> That's what's going midlife. on. Look, didn't we? We found out a couple months ago. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. Skateboard. Go Skateboards. skateboarding, Bezos. Correct. I mean, clearly the space thing didn't work out. So was that the first attempt at the midlife crisis? And then all the other rich people Dude, were like, "We could do it too." And then this, he was like, "Oh, sad day. I'm gonna build the world's biggest yacht, man." Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. It's very much like. Man, I just really wish I could have something different. Everybody else has this divorce too. Like. Oh. Uh, FYI, so yeah. he's got to pay for the bridge deconstruction. Of course. Obviously the he doesn't pool. care. Uh, no word on what that price tag is. His boat, though, his yacht, over 500 mil. Half a bill. Half a billion dollars. For what? For a big boat that he's going to ride twice a year. I'm bored. Give it away now. Good God. Be Batman, Bezos. Come on. Rich people are stupid. Can I just say that? They're clearly stupid. I mean, I don't, obviously it's not my money, so I can't tell you what to do with it. Even if you had all the, like you had a trillion dollars like Bezos has, you're going to spend 500 million on a yacht? I just don't. I think you could justify getting a smaller yacht for the purposes of you're just going to sit on it and enjoy some, what is he, he's going to have a bowling alley on a boat? That's stupid. Does he know something we don't know? Like that, that no, because if we go to the ocean... He already went to the moon. Yeah, he's going to well, melt he the polar ice caps. Moon, I'm sorry. He's trending towards villain. He melts the ice caps. The water level rises. And he, ha, 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 ha. I have my hotel on a boat. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand, like, how, I mean, how big is it if it's $500 million? It's got to be, like, the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> Minimum. 417 feet long. And too tall to clear the bridge. I don't know how tall the bridge is. That's big. Yeah, that's over 100 yards. It's bigger than a football field. Did you just buy a cruise ship? Like, this is... What are you going <laughs> to no, do with it? he can't it? decommission it's a cruise shop. It's, I'm Jeffrey Bezos. It's, it's Amazon Cruise. It's like, he didn't want to go on a cruise, so he wanted to create it himself. 
That's it. I can't have this, so I'm buying it. And with Amazon Prime, you'll be disappointed in one day or less. We guarantee it. That's it. (laughs) Who is going to be king of the trucker pack? Two trucks head-to-head for this week's Park Narcs with AJ McCall on VFX. Both parking on at least some semblance of a curb. One wholly on a sidewalk in snow. The other on grass. Which one is the most annoying? Which one is the most inconvenient? Now, let it be said, McCall said she thought that the second one was the most inconvenient because while the first one is parked on an entire sidewalk, it's a short sidewalk. And the only people using that sidewalk are going to be the people that are parked in that spot that's covered in snow, so... Yeah, and that, not, unless there's another truck that comes along and wants to challenge for head truck title, like, no one's parking there. <laughs> then it's monster truck rally yeah. in the parking lot. They butt heads like those rams you see on the nature documentaries. Like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and, but nominee number two, while it is parked on a curb, or it didn't take up all the grass because it's a little grassy area between parking lots, and it, but it is in three different uh, parking spots because it's parked vertically while they go horizontally or vice versa, however it is. That being said, you said two is the most inconvenient. Mm-hmm. I conceded because eh, kind of the sidewalk thing is not a sidewalk. But the Park Narc voter said, no, no, parking on the sidewalk, an entire sidewalk, that's still rude. Really? Nominee number one is the king of the truckers is voted the most annoying in Cash Alley this week. Interesting. Not how I thought that would go. No, I don't know. Maybe it's the color. Maybe, Maybe. the green against the snow stood out a Maybe lot so. more than the yeah. white against the hazy background. Regardless, the narker, the one who took the picture, wins. Got a Johnny O'Spunnets gift card for them. You can play. You can win as well. Safely take a picture of terrible parking. Send it to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of them, Utah's VFX, all one word. Meg Stallion listens to our show. She, she said, does. She does. What's the, what's the uh, rules for contact your ex? Look, we break up. I don't want to be friends. Yep. Exactly what she says. AJ and McCall for VFX's Facebook roulette. What post of yours did we find? And we we want on the VFX Facebook page. People are like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, these guys are kind of funny. Yeah. McCall, what do you got? Well, sorry. I landed on my friend Jackson's post, and it's a retweet from Imker that says, when you accidentally click restart instead of shut down, and it's Kermit the Frog. It's the four panel where he's fishing, and then he's looking. And then he's looking, and he's looking out the window, because you got to wait forever for it to restart, so then you can shut it down. <laughs> Fair enough. It's awful. Just just do the suffocation method. No, go to sleep. Go Take to sleep. Nap. Goodbye. Go to sleep. Here you go. Uh, I landed my friend Corey. It's a picture of two uh, very just exhausted looking pilgrims, man and wife. And it says, when you want to have just a chill weekend, but she pulls out a list of projects that needs to get done. Oh, no. That's bad. This dude got a sweet perm, by the way. That's bad. You can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Uh, same with uh, AJ and McCall combined. Of course, Utah's VFX. And if you missed the show, same thing. Search for anywhere podcasts are, like the iHeartRadio app, uh, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, AJ and McCall. That's what you guys search for. It is Friday. Uh, very important note. I think I did math wrong earlier. Valentine's Day is a week from Monday. Yeah. So, you know, do with that information what you will. Go shopping this weekend so you don't have to worry about it later. Might be a suggestion. Just Mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. Other than that, tell Monday morning for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX. Yeah.